ஷீம் we are continuing with the the topic that we had started last week which was the report from war on want uh, <clears throat> about uh, israel and uh, i started by reciting chapter 49 verse 10 அல்லாஹ that mercy may be had on you and then chapter 3 <clears throat> i lonely recite two verses of the word translate 
uh, force them.
you do so because you have freedom of speech. If you have freedom of speech, why is it that I don't have freedom of speech? Isn't it the same argument? But that's a separate issue and we'll deal with that at another time, how it is that uh, Israel drops an atomic bomb on Cairo and you say, well, you know, you killed 50 million people and people say, look, he's Hitler's friend, he's anti-Semitic, he wants to kill the Jews. And they forget the fact that uh, what Israel had done. So let's carry on and see what UN officials and committees on Israel said about apartheid. Richard Falk, in a report to human, uh, UN Human Rights Council, said that Israel is guilty of racial discrimination, apartheid and torture in its systematic oppression of the Palestinian people. John Dugard, a South African law professor, and uh, he preceded uh, Richard Falk. And uh, he said, on the basis of the systematic and institutionalized nature of the racial domi domination that exists, there are indeed strong grounds to conclude that a system of apartheid has developed in the occupied Palestinian territory. Israeli practices in the occupied territory are not only reminiscent, reminiscent of, and in some cases worse than, apartheid as it existed in South Africa, but are in breach of the legal prohibition of apartheid. UN Committee on the Elimination of Racial Discrimination in 2012 said, two entirely separate legal systems and sets of institutions for Jewish communities grouped in illegal settlements on the one hand and Palestinians living in towns and villages on the other. The committee declared that it was appalled at the hermetic character of the separation of the two groups who live in the same territory, but do not enjoy either equal use of roads and infrastructure or equal access to basic services and water resources. And it said to Israel that it must eradicate racial segregation and apartheid. In March 2017, UN Economic and, and, and Social Commission for Western Asia, they, they commissioned a report which was entitled Israeli Practices Towards the Palestinian People and the Question of Apartheid and came to the conclusion on the basis of overwhelming evidence, not isolated incidents, on the basis of overwhelming evidence, Israel is guilty of the crime of apartheid and urges swift action to oppose and end it. And in 2019, UN Committee on Elimination of Racial Discrimination said that uh, Israel breached the Convention on Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination, which Israel had ratified in 1979. 
specifically Article 3, which prohibits racial segregation and apartheid. Mike Link, a UN special reporter on uh, occupied Palestinian territory, said that uh, <clears throat> formal annexation of uh, part of the West Bank will only confirm a one-state uh, uh, one state reality characterized by a rigid two-tier system of legal and political rights based on ethnicity and religion. This would meet the international definition of apartheid. And then in 2020, he said the plan would crystallize a 21st century apartheid leaving in its wake the demise of the Palestinians' right to self-determination. Legally, morally, politically, this is entirely unacceptable. Already we are witnessing forced evictions, displacements, land confiscation and alienation, settler violence, appropriation of natural resources, imposition of two-tiered system of unequal political and social and economic rights based on ethnicity. In 2020, a UN report said Israel has recently promised that it will maintain permanent security control between the Mediterranean and the Jordan River. Thus, the morning after annexation would be the crystallization of an already unjust reality. Two people living in the same space ruled by the same state but with profoundly unequal rights. This is a vision of a 21st century apartheid. Human rights organizations, they've said the same thing. In 2020, 450 civil society groups produced a report which said which asked you went to investigate Israel's apartheid regime over the Palestinian people as a whole and to take urgent action to end this. 2021, an Israeli organization, Bat Salim, wrote a report examining Israel's policies and ended the Israeli regime enacts in all its territory. It controls um, an apartheid regime. And the same thing was re repeated in 2021 report by International Human Rights Watch. And it said Human Rights Watch found that the Israeli government has pursued an intent to maintain domination of Jewish Israelis over Palestinians throughout the territory it controls in the OPT, including East Jerusalem, that intent has been coupled with systematic suppression of Palestinians and inhumane acts committed against them. When these three elements occur together, they amount to apartheid. Israel, Israeli officials themselves, Israel's president, Rivlin, he said, on 12th of February 2017, when a new law was passed, regularization law, and it expropriated uh, tracts of Palestinian land, 
will cause Israel to be seen as an apartheid state. In fact, David Ben-Gurion in 1967, following the uh, 67 June war, he said that Israel was becoming an apartheid state if it retained control of uh, the territory it had conquered. In 1999, Israeli Prime Minister, he said every attempt to keep hold, and this is the territory occupied, as one political entity leads necessarily to a non-democratic or a non-Jewish state. Because if the Palestinians vote, then it is a bi-national state, and if they don't vote, it is an apartheid state, which, is, which it has become. And then in 2010, he repeat, repeated the same thing. As long as in this territory west of Jordan River, there is only one political entity called Israel, it's going to be either non-Jewish or non-democratic. If this block of millions of Palestinians cannot vote, that will be apartheid. Israel's ambassador to South Africa in 1992, he said similar thing. Occupation of West Bank as it exists is a sort of Israeli apartheid. Israeli Prime Minister Yatsik Rabin, he was recorded as saying the same thing, that Israel's continued presence on the West Bank was becoming an apartheid. Isn't this interesting? that the West is saying Israel is becoming an apartheid state and we should do something. And we have. You know what we've done? Muslim countries have started recognizing Israel. That's great, isn't it? Flights have started between some uh, Muslim countries and, and uh, Israel. Egypt recognized them a long time ago. I think Jordan as well and Lebanon. Now more and more countries are joining Israel. And then we innocently look and say, why are we humiliated? We are humiliated because of our violation of the dictates of the Holy Quran. That Muslims are one nation. If Muslims disagree, they should make it. Muslims should make peace, peace between them. But what do we do? <clears throat> what do we do? When we had two superpowers, Russia and America, Egypt went to the Russians for their protection. Saudis went to America. Iran went to America. Pakistan and Turkey went to America. <clears throat> so what is this brotherhood that we keep talking about? Can someone explain this to me, this theory? People say that uh, it was Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Sahib the promised Messiah and he declared jihad with the sword to be un-Islamic and this is why Muslims don't do jihad 
but you regard him as a heretic, a kafir, an infidel. So I find it amazing that you listen to him. Why is no Muslim country declaring a jihad on Israel? Everyone is falling over themselves to make peace with them. Even though Israel's declared policy is to make Muslims second-class citizens, their own statesmen, ambassadors, United Nations, Human Rights Watch, War on Want, everyone says so. But no one stands up for the rights of those poor, poor, poor Palestinians. Well, I said, no one. There is only one organization in the world that has brought the plight of the Rohingya Muslims and the Palestinians to the attention of the world. And that is the Lahore Amdiya movement. Two or three weeks ago, this report was, uh, a report was produced by War on What, which said Israel is an apartheid state. It was brief, briefly mentioned in, th in 30 seconds on BBC and then forgotten about. No Muslim country pursued it. No Muslim organization pursued it. We have organizations in this country dedicated and devoted to destroying our organization, to killing me and other members of, the, uh, uh, of this organization. Leaflets were found in a mosque which said, it is your duty to kill all enemies. And yet, the only thing we hear about Israel is deafening silence. So why is it we pretend that Muslims are united in one nation and so on? This pretense does more damage to Islam and Muslims than anything else. And others take advantage of that. Of course they will, to further their own political ends and the advantage to their own countries. There are over a hundred Muslim countries, some with atom bombs and armies in millions. And Israel is one single country. The whole population is, I don't know, 10 million or so. If hundreds of millions of you can't stand up for the rights of those poor Palestinians, I'm not saying kill the Jews. I'm saying do something to make sure that those Palestinians get their rights. And if billions of you can't do it, then stop pretending that you are a united people 
and you are God's chosen people and that you are going to achieve great things. First accept this and then move on from there. It is shameful to see Western organizations denouncing Israel's torture and murder of Palestinians while Muslim countries are falling over themselves to recognize the state of Israel and to grant it trading rights, flights to their airports and, and cooperate with them for security as well. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fil Qur'anil azim wa nafana wa iyaakum bil ayat wa zikril hakeem innahu ta'ala jawadun kareebun malikun barrufur raheem Alhamdulillahi Alhamdulillahi nahmduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nominu bihi wa natabakkalu alayhi wa na'uzu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina من يحده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم بعد الله ஒன்று <coughs> <coughs> அல்லாஹு <laughs> அக்பர் <laughs> <laughs> 
مستقیم
الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله رب من كل <clears throat> Thank you for joining us for uh, our Friday service and uh, I request you especially to pray that Allah puts in the Muslim hearts tolerance and compassion for each other. Unless we learn to tolerate each other and our differences will remain disunited and the world will continue to take advantage of us. And at the end I pray that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, Khuda Hafiz, goodbye.